Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Welcome to another episode of Level Up. My name is Katie and I'm here with Daniel. Katie, did you hear that little blip? I did. It was was extendo mix. (laughs) I'm not used to introducing this. You you nailed it. (laughs) And today we are continuing our discussion of the last 100 days that we are implementing with a whole bunch of colleagues in our industry talking about how to effectively run your business. So we want to talk today about managing your financing, budgeting, and making sure you're running your business like an actual business. Ooh, deep. You like that? Yeah, because I think, especially in our industry, people lose sight of the fact that you are your own business, irrespective of the fact you might have another company that's helping you represent yourself. You are an entrepreneur, and where entrepreneurs tend to sputter is realizing some of the less fun stuff is some of the most important stuff you need to focus on, which is your dollars and cents and making sure you're running yourself properly and like a multinational corporation might be as a single person. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's so hard to really track how you're doing if you're not knowing what the numbers are behind your business. And I think it, when you're first starting out doing a budget, it can seem very overwhelming because the projections for your business can be kind of shots in the dark for the first year, I would say. And and they will be. I mean, yeah. you really don't have it. You, you will, like we talked about last week, I mean, you're going to do what you can to make some educated guesses and wh- whether you're being super conservative or you're kind of putting yourself out there with some lofty goals is up to you. But when it comes down to it, even for veterans, look at this year, I don't care what you projected for yourself this year, you weren't expecting the way the world went to go the way it did. And maybe it served you well, maybe it didn't. But ultimately, you've got to start somewhere. And that's with getting an idea of what you want the year to look like in terms of the business you do. And that'll help drive all the other stuff that we're going to talk about in uh, in this week's session in the OTB 100. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, if, if you are doing this alongside us, um, prepare for a worksheet that we'll be sharing with you guys that you can fill out on your own and just kind of start thinking about what you want to make profit wise or what you project to make profit wise. And then I think on the other side, and for me, this is one area that I've never really focused too much on is the expenses. Because you have to spend money to make money, right? And a lot of times I find I'm holding back on what I want to spend in my business because I don't want to waste money. But at the same time, if you're actually implementing systems that are going to work for you, it is worth it. And it's a good investment. Yeah. And I think one of the big things that we touched on last week that we're really going to dive into this week is the definition of profit. When we say profit, it gets looked at a lot of different ways. Some people look at it as what their revenue is after the brokerage takes their share. Some people, it's the net net of 
the money they make, less the brokerage, less their expenses. Um, and other people look at it as someone brought up last week as, as you know, once my taxes are paid. Yeah. And those are very different numbers. So when you set a plan for yourself, however it is you want to define that, you need to understand the context that it's in. Because like you said, expenses are going to be what drive your profit margin. Mm-hmm. Revenue is whatever you make. And, and if this is you know, if this is business school 101 for a lot of people, that's fine. But it's important to understand the differences between everything from what you sell a place to, to what you charge, to what you make, to what it ends up being after everybody's paid out. Mm -hmm. And to take it to another level, you need to understand the timing of all of those numbers. Because especially in real estate, you can have a listing that might stand to make you Twenty or twenty-five thousand dollars when it sells, but you might be out of pocket for ten grand before you see a dime, mm. and you might have to sit on that ten grand even if you sell the place right away for three months. If it yeah. doesn't close, you don't make the money once the place sells, right? So you need to have not just a plan for how your margins are going to look on each deal you do and your business over the course of the year, but making sure that you've got the cash flow prepared to mm-hmm. cover your expenses in real time when the money might not be coming in for 60 or 90 days. No, that's a good point. So there's a lot of moving parts. And I think those are those are the, the key kind of high level areas that we want to touch on that you need to start thinking about. And like with everything else we talk about, and I belabor this and you belabor this every single week, this is easier when you break it down. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier when you take whatever that big goal number is and you piece it out as best as you can into as many little pieces that you can think about. And the more you do that, the more you'll realize pieces you didn't even know existed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's also connecting it. Like, really, you, you got to recognize that it, it's going to take some upfront work to do. Like there's going to be some research involved in how much you spend each month on your phone. Like some people just don't know off the top of their head what these monthly recurring expenses are. Mm-hmm. So, and it's probably going to be very eye opening for a lot of people. And it might even shock you that some of the things that you're paying for aren't even things that you're using in your business anymore. So yeah. it's really like an opportunity to narrow down what you're using and really just focus on the areas that make the most sense for your business. Yeah. Like you've been watching and I've been watching over your shoulder, the home edit. Oh my gosh. I'm so obsessed with this show. It's in my head constantly. Like I look, I walk around our house and just. Our fridge got redecorated today, (laughs) which is cool. But the home edit is, you know, it's, it's an organizational show with a couple of Instagram stars who are known for their, I guess, space makeovers and and making things organized. Yeah. Um, But that is a great segue and symbol of what you need to do with your finances because Mm -hmm. it's not just about laying it all out there so you know what you spend and you know what you make. It's about auditing yourself, as you just said. I know right now, even as I think about it, I can name three different things we're spending money on in our business Mm -hmm. that have done bubkiss for us. They've done absolutely (laughs) nothing. They've done (laughs) bubkiss. That word. Bubkiss is what they've done. I've never even heard that before. Zilch. Okay. Zero. <laughs> they are not. So, in fact, they're. How do you spell Bubkiss? It's like Dick Butkiss. Do you know Dick Butkiss? He's <laughs> no. football player. It's a terrible name to have. Bubkiss, I would guess, is like B U B K U S. Bubkiss. And it means zero? 
Bubkiss, like nothing. Okay. Really? I never heard of Bubkiss before? No. We're going to have to look into the origin of that. I don't think it's like my people. I was going to ask you. Yeah, I know. You're going to be like, what is that? Like Hebrew? Not that I really speak Hebrew. No. But anyway. Interesting. Okay. Um, but there are things that are doing nothing for our business right now that we continue to pay monthly or an- annually or whatever. And our laziness and distraction just keeps the, and that's what these companies depend on is the mm-hmm. laziness of people who take the free trial and forget to yeah. cancel it. Yeah. And, all the time. And so you need to take a look at all that, take out a couple months of credit card statements. And that's part of this process. When mm-hmm. you're starting to build this plan, look at what's in there and start to flag the stuff that either you don't even recognize, which is yeah. possible, or the stuff that you're like, oh man, I forgot I'm paying for you know, web hosting in two different places and I don't even use that website anymore. Yeah. Or this lead generation company, you know, I'm paying 50 bucks a month and I haven't so much as gone onto their site to call leads. Things like that are the first step to start to audit yourself and organize and edit Ouch. your expenses. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. So I think that that's, you know, all, all of this stuff that we're working on over the next hundred days, it's, it's stuff that you have to put the work into in order to make it work for you. Last week, we talked about our annual plan and you really had to think about and, and sit down with your thoughts and, and just put the time in, in order to make it a complete plan. And if you haven't finished it yet, that's fine, but try to just really set some time aside this week and next to get caught up with these two items because this is the two areas that I think we both believe are really going to set your business up for the success that you're looking for. Right. As, as you progress in planning, there's a basis, there's a foundation to it, and that yeah. is your goal for your business and your goal for the numbers. Mm-hmm. And without those all the other planning you do is sort of aimless. You can have a great plan and it can do good things, but what are you trying to achieve? So when we talk about the numbers, we've talked about the the top line, which is your revenue, which we did a lot of talking about last week. And you hopefully have established, you know, some sort of a high level goal for the number of transactions you're going to do, the amount of money you hope that brings in, so on and so forth. The expense side is really where the focus is now. And so Talking about what you might not need anymore is one thing, but then understanding all the different places and ways that expenses contribute is the other thing. So for example, the big difference when it comes to planning your expenses is fixed expenses versus variable expenses. Mm. And this is going to be a bit of an accounting lesson that we'll go into later this week. But for now, just understand that there are those costs that you're paying regardless of what you do in your business. There's the stuff like, like your cell phone bill, your CRM. Yeah. I mean, you could name off a lot of stuff that doesn't really care whether you close a deal or not. You're paying those bills. Yeah, exactly. And then there's those that will vary based on the amount of business you intend to do. So those are the costs that come alongside your transactions, things like Mm -hmm. the photography, things like staging potentially. Marketing. Uh, marketing. Maybe you give a gift to clients that you close a deal for. Yeah. Um, go ahead. And that's why going back to that page that we did in the annual plan where it says, how many transactions do you plan to do? How many sales? How many buys? And what is your profit for all, all of those? Like You can use that information to plug into your budget because you know, you know, relatively well how much you expect to net from all of those things. Right. Which I think is 
really helpful or at least it's a start. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you need a basis to base yeah. your plan on, right? Yeah, And, I and think, if, if you're new, that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. But sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I interrupted you. So go. I'm all good. I'm <laughs> no. Yeah. If you're new, I think ask other people, but also correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I'm not the numbers person, but I think once you start doing this every single year, you'll start to get better at making projections for your business. I hope so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you should see patterns, but I f- yeah. feel the patterns will only start once you start doing it the right way. Right. And like, are you tracking monthly? Are you tracking, like, how, how would you suggest to people that they are looking at that budget? I think you need to go as far as you can without overwhelming yourself. Okay. I think ultimately your at goal- At a minimum. Well, at a minimum, you need to set a plan at the beginning of the year that breaks it down. I think at a minimum, yeah. seasonally. Like quarterly? Yeah. And okay. and that's part of the plan that we're going to be putting out there. It does it both ways. It does it seasonally and it does it monthly. Because it really depends on, especially in our industry, there is a bit of a, of a it's not really cyclical because this is a weird year, but there is a bit of a seasonality yeah. to the way business is expected to go. You might in in your particular market have stronger summers because that's the nature of the of the mm. properties you deal with or or vice versa or you might know that some of your expenses from a cash flow perspective are incurred at the beginning of the year every year so you need to know that you've got x amount of money going out the door every January right you need to know when your taxes are coming out so all those things the more you've got a complete picture as a calendar mm-hmm. of the stuff you know and then the stuff that you expect that helps. The whole point of this is it paves the way to see if when all of those numbers go in there, does it spit out a number at the end that matches or exceeds what your goal was for the year? Mm-hmm. And that's when we talk about profit. Right. Right. Because we've already established what you hope and intend to do on a transaction basis. You need to see if if you do that with the expense structure that you intend to have, Will that actually allow you to put food on the table and achieve these goals that you have for yourself to spend money on? Or, and this is with the whole point of the exercise, or does it then mean, okay, I need to take a another trip to the drawing board and either establish whether or not I'm going to need to do more transactions this year, which is not something you can always control, or do you need to take a harder look at your cost structure and figure out what really isn't serving the bottom line? Yeah, Because I can tell you, if you've got an expectation at that top line that you set before with transactions and revenue and that made you comfortable, then if the profit at the end of it doesn't make you comfortable, you probably have an expense problem, mm. right? Because if you know that selling a, a home a month is going gonna, is gonna to be what you want and you want to net out of it, call it a margin of, I don't know, it depends on your split with your brokerage and all that. It could be anywhere from... you take home to 80% you take home Mm -hmm. or more, you need to be comfortable that that number, once it all feeds through the whole templated system, is what you're expecting. And if not, that's where you start the process over again, or at least you tweak. You've got a a basis and you tweak it. Yeah. So I think that's kind of something to prepare for, something to watch out for. If you're not part of our OTB 100 group. It is a Facebook group that we will link to in the show notes so you can join us if you'd like. Yeah. And, and, and if, and if you don't join us, 
this is just some food for thought for finance and for your planning. Like you're not, you're not all going to be working off of similar templates and you're not going to necessarily do things the way that everybody else does things. And that's cool. But at its core, you have to understand your numbers. That's Mm -hmm. really what it comes down to. Take responsibility for your business. If you need to, if you're growing and you need to engage accountants and help and all that, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. When you reach that point, that means that you've identified the need to get professional help to keep you growing, right? It's not an embarrassing thing if the numbers make no sense to you, Mm -hmm. right? Because I mean, I'm an accountant by trade and a lot of numbers still don't make sense to me, right? So don't be afraid to ask for help with whatever resources you have. We're always here if you want to reach out, comment, ask us questions, or join the OTB 100 and, uh, you know, six, 700 of your colleagues who are Closest going through friends. this. Yeah, <laughs> we're, all, we're all one big family trying to figure out our numbers and our That's money. Right. <laughs> and when we come out of it, we'll all be filthy rich and happy. So thanks for tuning in to another week of Level Up and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Level up, 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 level up,